Hey, what's up, Black Hollywood Live? Welcome to the Red Table Talk After Show. Infidelity, can your relationship survive? And what is at the heart of infidelity? All of that and much more. Keep it locked. You're tuned into Black Hollywood Live, the world's first digital broadcast network devoted entirely to urban entertainment and pop culture. Tune in right now. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, hey, y'all, welcome, welcome, <laughs> welcome to the Red Table Talk After Show. I am your man, Tyler Tyson, and I couldn't do the show without my lovely co-host, the beautiful, the one and only, uh, the Tyler Simone. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hi, guys. I'm Tyler Simone. So happy to be here again. Oh, my gosh. We're about to get into it. We have some staggering statistics for you guys, the key elements to forgiveness are all of our segments and so much more. But before we get into all of that, I have to ask you, what did you think of this overall episode? I loved it. Okay. I loved it. I mean, I always take a lot of notes, but mm-hmm. but this time, like the notes were notes that I feel like I should keep and just really look back on. Um, so enlightening. How about you? What'd you feel? <sighs> this episode was a little heavy. Um, not not like okay. So the other episode with the white privilege and all that was heavy in a different way. This one. I don't know. It just really hit close to home, mm-hmm. I think, because um, once we get into it, I'm going to drop some statistics. And I'm like, well, I kind of <laughs> fit into this. And yeah, it's just it's almost like holding up a mirror. Yeah. And I feel like lately it's been a lot of that going around Definitely. where you've had to like hold up a mirror and like examine your own personal life. So Yes, which is necessary. Yeah. So let's just go ahead and jump into our very first topic. And I'm just going to start you guys off with these statistics. That's just ridiculous ridiculously stupid and that is 57% of men and 54% of women have cheated that's like over half so that that just guarantees that no matter where you fall on the spectrum gay straight bi whatever black white whatever yes Either you're going to cheat or you're going to get cheated on one of the two it's going to happen yeah it's going to happen and it just shows that we for some reason there's this idea that men cheat more than women it's pretty much 50 50 yeah so that's another thing that I learned. Men don't, I mean, 3% more, but really what, that's how nothing. much is that? Yeah. yeah. So that was crazy to know. And then also in the episode, one thing, there was one moment that I absolutely loved. And it was when um, Esther, yes. she broke down the fact that people say that men like sex more than women. And it's not necessarily that. It's just the way that ours manifest itself is through sex. But essentially, the same thing and the same reasons that women cheat, which are for love and intimacy and compassion and all of those things, those are the same things that the man gets or he feels like he's getting via sex. Like we're getting the intimacy, the closeness. You're paying attention to me. My needs are being fulfilled. I feel close to you in this moment. There's an emotional connection, if only for the next hour if you're lucky, all of the, <laughs> all, all of that is in the sex. Yes. And I thought that was beautiful the way she said it. I love that part. And she, I love that she she went and said uh, she put it both ways for men and for women because she said that for men. But then for women, we were given love and affection very early on. So mm-hmm. then we use that to our not to our advantage, but we do use it to fulfill our sexual desires. Yeah. And that's kind of like our gateway. So men and women are just built different. And I keep telling y'all, we like we're alike, but we're so different in the way that we process, the way that things come in, the way that we handle things. And at the core, men are just basic. <laughs> Once again, I don't care your sexual orientation. I don't care your race. I care none. Of, I don't care your upbringing. At the core of everything... We 
are simple and basic and what makes our interaction when we're in a re- not us because she's in a, I don't want her man coming <laughs> after me <laughs> what makes our interaction crazy when um, we try to engage in relationships is that women approach men like they approach themselves like how they yes. approach other women and you can't we're so different we're so different and that's a good point and to go off of that she was talking about like why I think this is more so about cheating but when women cheat It's not because they want someone different, Mm -hmm. but they're trying to, they're trying to find a different self. Yeah. So when men cheat, and she didn't really go into why men cheat, even though I kind of know why men cheat a lot of the time for sex, shall I say? It's not for the sex. We just put this up. It's That's not true. For See, the sex. There, there I go with the misconceptions. There you go with the stereotypes. It's, it's not so for, easy. That's it's just so how easy. we show. It. That's how it manifests itself. That is true. But, Esther taught me that, and I'm still not getting it. It's still not getting it. <laughs> See, we need to go back and pull out these books. I need to watch this episode. Okay, again. so since you kind of brought it up, that's my sep- second topic, which is just simply what makes someone cheat. Yeah. So you were already kind of unpacking that. So I'm gonna let you you continue. You say women they cheat because. Uh, How about you answer for women and I'll answer for men? Okay. Um, So, how should I start? Well, Esther. (laughs) (laughs) Blame it on Esther. (laughs) Blame it on Esther. She's the expert. Esther said that a woman will look for another self in another man because she wants to abandon the role that she might have been playing with Another man, maybe the man that she's married to. And that goes into a whole other point. I'm sure we'll talk about this, yeah. but the concept of roles yes. and the difference between wanting to leave your role and then really wanting to leave your marriage. So oh, that's next. Keep yeah, it going. That's, keep going. You know, we're in sync, so keep going. <laughs> we're in sync. But I can attest to that. I think that women a lot of the times do leave because they can be a different self, a different person with someone else. Sometimes for sex, too, though, like I'm not going to say that women don't cheat because they just simply want to have sex with someone else. I think that that happens, too, mm-hmm. with both men and women. Um, so with men, obviously, I can't answer why men cheat. I'm sure in your in the segment somewhere that Tyler created, I will have to come to grips with whether or not I have cheated. So I will save that for later on in the show. Um, but I think when men cheat, it's kind of the same. Like mm-hmm. we can be. Someone else, maybe it's a relationship where, you know, the woman makes more money in this particular instance. So I might not be feeling, you know, my normal self. Oh, but with the next girl, I don't want to be with her. I don't want anything from her. But just in that moment, oh, now I can actually feel like the man, like in my mind, there's a whole man that exists. And that might not be the man that is portrayed before everyone. So but in this moment, though, for this woman, I, that man that's in my brain actually can exist in that moment. So that's it's, it's kind of the same thing. That is the same thing. So, yeah, that makes sense. I and sometimes it is just plain and simple and stupid. And sometimes the man does just want something different. Absolutely, 100%. I can acknowledge that. But yeah. it still does not mean, oh, my feelings for you are different that I don't feel the same way that I did. It's just literally in this moment. And I equate it to something really simple and basic. So please don't throw your tomatoes at me. (laughs) But it's like, if I'm eating chicken every day, sometimes I want steak. Sometimes I want a pork chop. Sometimes I want lamb. Something different. Yeah. 
Got it. And I even, so going back to, and we're about to go into our next topic, but before we do, I love to incorporate other shows that we talked about. And mm-hmm. so there was an episode we talked about porn mm-hmm. and does it ruin relationships. And I think we touched on it. I don't remember how deep we went on it, but we talked about how when people watch porn, a lot of times I think you said that this woman looks nothing like me. Yeah. And so once again, in this same instance, we... If we're watching porn, we're, we're normally not looking at a girl that looks like our girlfriend or the person we're in a relationship with. Mm-hmm. Like, this is the moment for the fantasy for me to imagine this person. Yes. And even though it doesn't change anything over here, and I love my meal that I have over here. <laughs> yes. I love chicken every day. <laughs> every day. <laughs> but just in this moment in my mind, okay, cool. I can pretend like I'm actually eating steak or something. That's all. <laughs> yes. That's true. That's a good... Not that one is better than the other before y'all even start with the chicken steak comparison. I'm just saying. Yes. (sighs) I get that. And they talked about having that conversation beforehand. Like, you need to sit down with your partner and talk about things instead of waiting until something happens. Like, okay, say Mm. we're in a relationship and you you have certain fantasies... um, that I don't necessarily know anything about. Mm-hmm. It might be good to maybe talk about that you in the very to. beginning. You have to. Because if I find out later on down the road, two years down the road, that you have these fantasies, then I'm going to be hurt because <clears throat> I feel like you've been withholding something. Yeah, yeah. And it makes you question everything. Yeah. So what I've another thing that I've come to grips with, I don't know why this, every topic that we have <laughs> talked about for some reason somehow creeps into my life. But <laughs> all um, the time. But I have had to be very honest with myself and others about a, a number of things. And one thing that kind of came out is if someone doesn't know what your fantasies are, mm-hmm. how are you even giving them a fair shot to be the person that you want them to be? It's like if we don't have the conversation and we say, not, and it doesn't have to be anything formal or something serious, but just in pillow talk, just in getting to know each other, like, Tyler, what's your fantasy? Like, yeah. what's up? And yeah. then you say, oh, you know what? I've always had, but you have to feel comfortable enough with me yes. to tell me, oh, well, you know, I've always had the fantasy of this. And so then that way, this person is empowered knowing not only did you trust them with your fantasy, something so so personal, but now who they might surprise you with this. Now they actually know, oh, this is what really yeah. like makes her happy. Okay, cool. I'm doing this. Like, exactly. But you have to have that conversation. But unfortunately... We don't talk that much. I know. And you have to. I feel like that's one of the hardest parts about marriage is just the ability to be open. That's very difficult to just open yourself. I mean, forget the ring, forget the actual ceremony and all that stuff, but to just be open with someone about like your fantasies and your fears, like that's, it's kind of scary, but you do have to do it. It's It's scary, but that's the whole point point of this whole marriage relationship thing. Like when we started dating, the reason it kept getting deeper and deeper and deeper is because we were supposed to be growing and evolving. And so then we take the ultimate step and we get married and this is like a lifelong commitment. Oh, there should absolutely be no secrets. Yeah, There should absolutely be nothing that I'm hiding from you, the type of person. I mean, when I tell you it has been a painful <laughs> couple of weeks and I am nowhere near marriage to anybody, just yeah. so we're clear also. Um, but <laughs> Whenever this time happens, I will be ready because I have now had to be painfully honest. And now I feel such relief. Like there are no secrets with anything. So now I can just breathe and I can just go. And so if marriage comes, okay, cool. 
this is even better. We have a, an even stronger bond. So, mm-hmm. moving on, topic oh, number three. Man. So our next topic is most people want to change their roles in the relationship, mm-hmm. but for some reason we articulate that as wanting the relationship to end. Yes. And they definitely delved into that also. Thoughts. That- it made so much sense. It made a lot of sense because if you are, and you mentioned it, maybe you're with one woman and I don't remember if this was a scenario you came up with, but maybe you're not oh, yeah, it was the made up. powerful. <laughs> yes. It was made up. Yes. But did you say that like you weren't the powerful one? I said like, that maybe in this, them... yeah, maybe in this situation with my wife or my girlfriend, I'm not, you know, the, the, the breadwinner. Bread yes. yes. But with her, this other woman, I can be. Right. Yeah. And, that doesn't mean that you necessarily have to leave your wife for someone else. I think it, it just calls for a conversation and to, to talk about the roles mm-hmm. and to talk about how you're feeling. Because maybe she doesn't even know that you're feeling like that. So when she said it, when she said the word roles, I'm like, you know what? We all play a role. We do. Subcon- subconsciously. Subconsciously, yeah. yes. Yeah, And that's the thing. So in these conversations, you have to be able to like I said, be honest enough to say, you know what? I do. I know I love you. Yeah. And I know that I'm happy with the life that we have as far as like our connection, but something's not right. Even if, even if you don't know what it is, being able to articulate, say something's not right. I can't put my finger on it. It's going to take some conversations and some self analysis and all that to figure out what it is. But we kind of need to just go through a period of like trying to figure things out because right now I'm playing the role of, Da 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 da, and now we're just going through the motions, yeah. and I don't want to go through the motions. I want to be actively involved, actively engaged, like all of it. So yeah. it just really takes a serious conversation, and it's not going to be fun. No, it's not. I don't think it's going to be fun at all. And Mm-mm. Jada said it was painful. One of the most painful times in her life was trying to break that mold and to basically reconstruct their entire relationship mm-hmm. from the ground up, from what it was, and. I just, wow. I feel like they came a long way. And you can tell. Mm-hmm. Like, you can tell. There's a comfort level. like, And I know we, we only see the outside looking in, but there's a comfort level between Will and Jada we're talking about. Between yeah. Will and Jada that we definitely, I feel like we definitely see from, you know, the bad boys or um, Independence Day days to now. Mm-hmm. They still are the beautiful couple, picture perfect, but you also just get to see more of their interaction, and I don't think it's staged. Like, I I think it's a genuine love and caring for each other, but like Jada said, they had to get there. And I'm not trying to make it seem like any of this is easy. It is really, 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 really painful, especially if you're someone that already has different barriers up, and you might not be the most expressive with your feelings and emotions. Having to always talk and always Mm -hmm. be vulnerable that vulnerability that is not easy it's not easy at all and i love how she brought up the fact that she had to at one point give him his trauma back Mm -hmm. like and that was really hard for her was because they made this this agreement that she was going to take on a lot of his his trauma and be his energy source as she put it and it got to be too much and she had to give it back to him. And I think when you do something like that, you both have to then learn all over again how to be with one another. Mm-hmm. Woo! I'm tired just thinking about So, it. I mean, she also talked about the uh, relationship scorecard. Oh, yes. And did. one thing I thought she was going to say, but she didn't, um, 
was that the scorecard should be thrown away. That's what I thought she was like eventually yeah. going to, and she never <laughs> yeah, got there. And I was like, that. oh wait, so we are supposed to be keeping score? <laughs> I don't think because I don't are. keep score. Like, I don't either. I literally, right or wrong, if I don't, if you and I have a spat or we go back and forth about something, once it's over, it's over. Yeah, I'm not going to use that spat against you six months from now and be like oh remember when you said it's like no but we wiped that clean so that whole card i threw that up and like it's gone yeah but she never said that she didn't and having a scorecard just seems so unhealthy and exhausting mm-hmm. for for you to keep tally of what you did for me so now i expect you to do this for I have me no time for that. or i you expect this from i don't even know no that's a lot and something else she said that i thought was pretty dope um and i I think it was Jada actually. She was like, uh, they were talking about obligation, like yeah. dealing with the roles. I don't want you to be obligated to tell me the truth, to confide in me, to what it run to me. I don't want you to feel obligated because we're in this marriage and now you just feel like you're not really the person I want to, but I have to. I want you to want to do those things. Like mm-hmm. that's just. Yeah, that's it, it should be a normal that's thing. That's a normal, yeah, yeah. That should be completely normal. I have a question. Sure. Uh, what do you think about the idea that cheating is inevitable? That you will cheat at some mm. point? Because I'm pretty sure Gammy said that. I don't remember her saying that, but it's funny. I was talking to a friend of mine and she say that I almost lost the thought. Say it again. Ask me the question again. There's a really poignant think? thought that I was like, oh, I'm, and I told her, I was like, I'm using this on the show today. Okay. The idea that you will eventually cheat. Oh, it's not coming. Dang it. Dang, dang it, it. Dang it. Dang it. It's so good. It. Put you'll, a pin in that. It'll, I'll come back. Okay. You, you'll come back. I think you'll come back. I'll to come it. back to that. Yeah. Yeah. She said, well, we already kind of talked about it, that you'll either cheat or get cheated on. And my question was, is it inevitable? And depend. I mean, when you think about the statistics, yes, it seems like it's inevitable. It's going to happen. I can say that I've been cheated on before. All of my friends have been cheated on before. Not all of them have have cheated, though. So I guess it makes sense. I mean, it doesn't have to be um, inevitable. Based on the statistics, oh, this is what my friend said. My friend said that if you you cheat because there's a part of you that's being unfulfilled, like we've all kind of gotten to that place. Mm-hmm. But if you vet, and I hate to use the word vet, but if you communicate with the person that you're getting in a relationship with and this person really does fulfill all of you yeah, because you guys have talked and talked and you've pretty much seen the various types of guys or something like that Mm -hmm. the likelihood of your cheating will drastically go down um a lot of times we Mm. rush what she was saying is that you rush to the altar people are rushing to get married i don't know what the culture is right now because i don't even consider myself in the dating world i'm not married i'm not in a relationship but i'm not in the dating world i'm somewhere over here um (laughs) but i feel like people are just so desperate and i'm talking to all of my friends because i've said this to your face (laughs) People are so desperate to be in a relationship. And it's not that serious. One, we have the rest of our lives to be in a relationship. All of us are in our 20s and our 30s. I'm in my 30s. Um, Are you? I am. Oh, my God. You look 25. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you you very much. Um, But all of us, uh, like, I just feel like. If you talk it through and you literally know what you want and you choose, you know that you know that you know that you know that this person fulfills the better, the best parts of you. Mm-hmm. You're not. You're just not. You're yeah. not. And and I, 
in my years, since I'm the elder statesman at this table, in my years <laughs> at this table, I can say I've been in situations where now I, I literally can see before me. If I date this one, I'm going to cheat. If I do this, though, I'm not cheating at all. Like You I'm know not, that beforehand? I know beforehand. Interesting. That's Wisdom. really <laughs> Wisdom, wisdom comes with time wisdom. and, and you don't have to wait till you're 40 to get the wisdom it comes in your 30s i'm telling you that now clearly clearly i agree with that i feel like everyone's rushing to the altar and did you even have these conversations that our lovely expert esther brought to us like right. what are we going to do if someone is not faithful like how are we going to go about it you know are we going to just work through it? What are we going to do about these fantasies and the sexual attraction to other people? I don't... Maybe people do have these conversations before they get married, but... I don't think so. Not not enough. Not, not enough, enough of us. If 57% of men and 54% of women are cheating, we're not talking about anything. We're not talking... And it, do you even know the person that you're getting married to then? Because if you haven't asked these questions, you don't really know them. Yeah. I feel like you should... They're just... And it's... It, you know, listen, things happen because with life, you don't know, like, in these relationships... Maybe they move, maybe there's a job change, maybe somebody loses a job, gains a job, a kid, a house purchased, uh, a townhome purchased, business. Um, in your 20s, especially if you get married in your 20s and your 30s, you're making moves, you're mm-hmm. doing all these things. So it's easy to kind of go through the motions and before you know it, oh, you look up and I'm no longer 25, I'm 30. Like, wait, when did that happen? Yeah. So in there, though, of the things that suffer are usually the relationship because we just go through the motions. We're like, oh, well, you know what? Tyler's such a great girl. She's like always by my side. And, you know, as far as I know, she's never cheated. But I don't really dig deeper to find out what makes Tyler tick. Like, what does she love? What are her fantasies? What are the things she absolutely can't stand? Like all of those little nuanced things that we may glaze over because we're just so thankful and so happy to be in a relationship. And we rush to get to this point in the first place. Yes. Yeah. So do you think that if something were to happen after marriage and that person chooses to leave, did they love them to begin with? Because do you really love someone if it's that easy to walk away? If if it's that easy to say, you know, I don't I don't even want to work through this, did you love them to begin with? I think so. I think that relationship so the thing about life is life is ever changing right the only constant is change and so that says the same thing about relationships and marriage so if we get married and we're 25 and we get married by the time we get to 30 if we really haven't been that in tune with each other we have changed a lot yeah by the time we get to 30 and by the time we go from 30 to 35 we've changed even more and if we still haven't talked now we've gone from 25 to 35 with no real conversation I'm a completely different person now, Um, but my love for you was real. Mm -hmm. My love for you really hasn't changed. It's just that we have both changed. Our perspectives have changed and we were, we haven't stayed connected. Yeah. Um, So that's, that's what I think. But I don't think, think I, I don't think the love is like not true. I don't think so either. I guess that's why you don't, you not only have the conversation once, but you have it multiple times all the time and it doesn't have to be a formal because every time we say oh you have the conversation like you sit at the table everybody (laughs) get their stuff and all right this is these are my plant like it's not that that's what it sounds like yeah but no and so the fourth uh thing that i wanted to bring up that i thought was just there were a, a bunch of moments like at least two or three where i was like oh my god this is so good this was the (laughs) moment of the episode for me and it was when um esther said that at the heart of the infidelity, what makes all of it 
horrible and what ruins relationships is the secrecy of it all. Did you hear me? The secrecy of it all. It's the secret. It's the secret. Because, and this is why I've had to come clean with all of my secrets. Uh, Yeah. It's because when a secret comes out, that then makes the person think, like you just said, was any of this real? And it's one thing to, as uh, Esther said, it's one thing to not know what your future may hold. Yes. But it's another thing to then have to question your past. And then I also add to that question the past and the present. Because now it's like, okay, we're here, but for the last two years, you've been lying to me about this secret, which was the infidelity. So, yeah, we're here, but the way we got here is kind of a lie. Because maybe if I had known, we wouldn't even be here. Ooh, that's a lot. That's a lot to think about. (laughs) But it makes sense. Secrets are no good, people. They're no good. And then, once you confront them about it, you don't even know if the truth that they're telling you at this moment is really the truth because you weren't there. Yeah. And so now you're being forced to trust someone that literally just violated your trust. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, who can make a split decision like that? This is, and this is another moment where I was like, oh, she's, she's speaking facts. When she said that you have to, I want to know that, how did she say? I want you to be able to prove to me that you understand that you hurt me. Yeah. And so, yes, I'm going to ask you a million times. Yes, we're going to have to keep talking about this for months to come. Yeah. Yes, every so often I'm going to bring this up. Because, but, okay, ahead. no, go no, ahead. Go ahead. No, I, was, I was done. Go okay. ahead. Okay, I was going to say, but I don't think that, that, that that's healthy either. I don't think it's healthy to stay with someone and continue to ask over mm-hmm. and over so I get what she's saying, but at some point you, you have, have to, to let just, it go. Yes. Yeah, you yes, either yes, need yes. to let it go and stay with that person, or you let it, or you, I guess, keep it in and leave. Yeah. So my thing is, I'm clearly I'm not anyone's counselor, um, <laughs> but my thought process has always been, and I think we talked about this before, breaking points. You have to know your breaking points. If you already know that infidelity is just one of those things that you cannot. Ever, no matter how much therapy, no matter how much conversation, you're never going to get over this. You leave. Yeah. You're the individual that, yes, you have to leave because you're going to be miserable, going to be miserable. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to make the other person miserable. Yeah, that's true. You have to know yourself and know what you can and cannot tolerate. Yeah. But that, once again, is a part of the whole conversation <laughs> and why you need to talk about it beforehand. I kind of wanted to bring up the whole shame aspect of it and feeling ashamed of staying with someone who maybe was not being faithful to you. Because I think that that's one of the hardest parts about it coming to terms with infidelity Mm -hmm. is maybe finding it hard to leave that person. Because in my experience and with friends who have talked to me about it, when someone cheats on you, you're almost forced to let that you you feel forced to let that go and if you stay in it it's shameful so they talked about this on the show also and she talked about both jada and uh esther talked about the fact that when the only time the outside noise is leave him leave him leave him leave him leave him is if he cheats on you if he beats you behind Mm -hmm. if he cusses you out he's not a provider he's good for nothing nobody ever says oh you should leave him not really like maybe your your close girlfriends might but no one from outside is saying oh no you leave him no they only say that when there's infidelity 
And so, like you said, and I look at, and people may not like her, um, Hillary Clinton, she got so much hell for staying with Bill Clinton. And still to this day, people give her grief for staying with Bill Clinton. Whereas it's like, why didn't we look at that? Like, wow, she went through something so traumatic in front of everybody. And she chose the love of her marriage and this union and this commitment that she made over doing what the masses wanted. Instead of looking at it like that and like, wow, that's a strong individual. What do we do? Right. Look down on her like, mm, if I was there, da 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 da. You don't know what, as they said on the show, you would not, you can note people. Do not say and don't advise your friends, oh, if it were me, I wouldn't do this, I wouldn't do that if somebody cheats. Because you don't know what you would do if somebody cheats on you. You don't know until it happens. You don't know. And like a woman in her situation, it is hurtful. For her to choose to stay with him throughout all of that, I'm sure there were plenty of conversations that they had, like a lot of growing and whatever as a couple, but it takes a lot of strength to stay with someone after they've done that to you and to be committed to working through Mm. it. So like you said, instead of commending her for, it isn't, I don't, he didn't beat her, right? No, no, okay, no. Okay, no, like, no. so it's not that he beat her. There was infidelity. But how do we know that before all of this, they didn't have a conversation about what would happen if, if yeah. we there don't was know. In, we you don't, don't know. Their relationships are different. Just because my relationship looks like this, that does not mean that every relationship looks like that. Just because my marriage is like this and it's closed, that doesn't mean every marriage is closed and like this. There are some marriages where it's okay for you to do whatever as long as I don't hear about it. So maybe for them, the violation wasn't the fact that he had these indiscretions. It was the fact that it got out. And you are careless. And now people know. Maybe that's the issue. But we love to prejudge people based on our norms or what we think is normal. Exactly. And they talked a little bit about that in this episode about our romantic, like Hmm. our idea of what a romantic relationship is supposed to look like. And the fact that romantic relationships are different. Like you said, every single one is is completely different. People have different boundaries. Like you might be okay with someone kissing someone else and I might not. Like you just never know. That part. Yeah. Well, with that said, y'all, it's time to get into the news and gossip with my girl, Tyler Simone. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, old sound effects. Okay. So for today's Mr. Mm. Oh, what? This is my song, Thank You Production. This is Willow right here with Wait a Minute. Thank you very much. All right, go ahead. (laughs) You requested this. I did. Wow. Asking you shall receive. Okay, so for today, Mr. and Mrs. Smith segment, we're going to go through the family one by one. So Willow, she reposted a few of her fans covering a few of her songs, which I thought was so sweet. Here, she has one of her fans covering uh, Pretty Girls, which I really, really liked. Let's take a listen. I want a girl who's got the light That makes me squint when I look in her eyes But she doesn't give a fuck My emotions run amok She's right and she's alright I want a girl who knows herself Like a favorite book right up on the shelf That yes. she's read a million times That she's there, she I can't love it. Still, find a design Yeah, I'm talking about the pretty girl 
She put her own spin on it. Yes. Very relaxing. I love this. Her very voice cool. is everything. I know, right? Subtle runs and all of it. Yes, very subtle. And she also reposted another fan covering a uh, female energy. And she did it at a piano. She set it all up. She had a piano. She had a mic. And once again, she made it all her own. Take a listen. on that piano though I know so so good you can tell that they really appreciate their fans Mm -hmm. you can Uh, Willow also posted this photo of her and Jaden backstage at the Madison Square Garden it was a huge concert that uh, Tyler the Creator uh, had he invited a bunch of different hosts people were going in on Jaden about his hair in this photo what's wrong I mean he always does things with his hair exactly are we not used to this is it like shaved is that like it's half shaved and half okay and it's red I mean I'm it's, not surprised. We're not surprised anymore. This is Jaden. He's a creative I love being. their relationship, though. Me too. It's like, I'm an only child, and I feel like if I had a sibling, it would be, and especially if we were that close in age, it would be just like that. I know. They're just so cute. Ooh, yeah. I love them. Um, Jaden, he also fo- posted photos of him with ASAP Rocky and Tyler, the creator, at Madison Square Garden. Jaden and ASAP have been friends for quite some time. They've done music together. As you guys know, ASAP is back after the whole Sweden incident and he showed him love in his caption by saying Harlem thank you we love you uh, so yeah ASAP's back they're cool they're chilling um, and then there's a photo of him and Tyler the creator Tyler the creator very <laughs> creative being okay. very very Andre 3000 <laughs> sure very I like it he's just weird in a great way just being himself <laughs> Tyler what are you don't do that face. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. So Jada, she posted this video of Jaden performing and the crowd loves Jaden. Take a look at how they start moving when they see him. Literally oh people gosh. trampling over each other. It's wild. Yeah, the people love Jaden. They definitely do. They do. He gives us all on stage. That's dope. He does. So I went by, uh, you know, I think we did an episode where he was having like an opening or something. The store's right there on La Brea. Like La Brea just past Melrose between Melrose and Beverly oh, on the left-hand side. Like, wow. Yeah, and it has his name on it, too. Oh. I took a picture, but... I'll show you later. Okay, yeah, show me later. I like to see. Um, oh, just before we go on to Will, uh, people in the comments of that video of Jaden performing, they were saying that they're really happy that he is making his own way, not using his parents' name, which is nice to hear. They mm-hmm. both work really hard, him and Willow. Uh, so on to Will. He posted this video. It really resonated with me. It's talking about how you know your thoughts and your feelings really reflect back at you in life. Take a listen. Everything in my life, good or bad, right or wrong, pleasant or unpleasant, wanted or unwanted, is what it is because of me. My thoughts, my emotions, and my beliefs have created my life. 
any lack in my life is a result of a lack in me. That was like That's a spin it. on the secret. I don't know if you guys know what the secret mm-hmm. is. You don't know mm-hmm. what the secret. Mm-hmm. Oh my lord! So the secret. I'll sum it up for you. The secret is basically that everything that you think, your thoughts, are it's it's a, its own frequency, and basically your thoughts are reflected back to you in life. Negativity brings negativity. Mm-hmm. So if you can change your thoughts and be more positive, you will see positivity reflected gotcha. back at you. So I think that that's kind of what he was saying. Yeah, definitely manifest. You manifest everything that goes on in your life for certain. Absolutely. That completes the Mr. and Mrs. Smith segment. Yay. <laughs> well, out of one segment into another, it's time for us to get into our Real Talk segment, which you guys know we get a little personal with this segment. And... You kind of always have the question, so why change it up this week? What is our question for this Real Talk segment? Uh, So for today, the question is, should one stay after infidelity happens, considering what we learned from this episode from Esther? Cool. Um, I think that... (laughs) I, I think that... God, this is really hard because I'm thinking about myself. That's fine. Okay, I'll just say it. Would I stay after infidelity? It depends. It depends depends on the level of infidelity, I think, and whether or not we've already had the conversation about what we would do, obviously. Um, The grown-up in me feels like I would stay and try and work it out if I really, really love the person. But I would be hurt for sure, just like anyone else would. But I think it's worth talking about and not just walking out right away. Yes. What do you think? So for me, having been on both sides of this, being the person that was cheated on, being someone that in in most ways you would explain it cheated, um, it depends on the scenario. It depends on how much I like this particular individual. Um, If I think that if I was the person that was cheated on, if how can I say this? If uh, it was a deal breaker, Mm because sometimes it changes. Sometimes it's a deal breaker. Sometimes it's not. Uh, There was one situation where I got cheated on multiple times, like at least twice. And it still wasn't a deal breaker because I was that much in. Um, But then Mm -hmm. there was another time when just the the look like it was about to happen i was out so it just depends on my connection to that particular individual um but then also i look at someone like wendy williams so wendy williams was in a marriage for 20 plus years 15 plus years however long it was to her her husband Mm -hmm. this is a hot topic i guess i'm bringing hot topics to this table (laughs) and as a result of that her husband who's also her manager ended up having a child out of wedlock with the with the side piece um and she opted to end her marriage and she said that the reason why wasn't necessarily the infidelity it was what manifested out of this infidelity she's like i am 53 i think i am my child is in college i am not going to help you raise this child i'm not changing diapers i'm not doing any of i'm beyond that yeah like i have no desire to do that so be feel like shark tank so for those reasons (laughs) i'm out um so for me it's the same thing if there was infidelity to the point that there is now a whole life there's absolutely no way I can stay. There's no way. Because of the simple fact that every time, and I love kids, every time I look at this child, 
this beautiful, gorgeous child is going to be a reminder to me that this child is only here because you didn't think enough of me to prevent this from happening. Right. And so I don't want that constant reminder every day of my life. I don't want the... Yeah. I can't. Don't want the constant reminder. And... Not only did you cheat on me, you were careless you while cheating on me. <laughs> you didn't care. So the whole being with someone and the cheating and the child, it, that yeah. would be So that's my, that's, that's my number one deal. The infidelity itself isn't necessarily a deal breaker, but it's what comes out of that. Were there diseases? Was there a child? Were, like, what actually had happened? Because a lot can happen. <laughs> yes. Yes. So that that's what will do it for the Tyler Tyson. Woo! <laughs> yeah. That's that's a good question. Because, you know, we say like... And they talked about this in the episode. Sorry not to go back. But they talked about how when it's not you, you have a certain perspective on it. Like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't stay if someone did that to me. But when you're actually in it and you love this person and they've, they've made a mistake... Then you kind of have to sit back and really think about it. You know, like, why did they make the mistake? What's our relationship like? We didn't talk about this. Am I not doing so? There's just so many things. Yeah. Yeah. So it's play by play. It's different with everyone. Yeah, I wish that one thing I wish they had done in this episode was I wish they had really given like a guide to, I guess, getting getting past it. Um, they talked about how to acknowledge it and deal with some things, but there still wasn't a, okay, and now what? Yeah. Um, she did kind of say things you can do to prevent it from happening, that type of thing. But there was really nothing that kind of said, okay, now what? And I just wish they had given a little directive. That would have been nice, for sure. Yeah. So that's all I got for y'all on this episode of the Red Table Talk After Show. Uh, tell the people where they can find all things Tyler Simone. Well, you can follow me on Instagram at Miss Tyler Simone. On there, you can find my YouTube channel link and watch all of my shenanigans. They're great, by the way. <laughs> They Thank are so you. they are so entertaining. <laughs> Thank you. And of course, you can get your entire life following me on all social media at the Tyler Tyson. And then also make sure that you uh, go to Black Hollywood Live's YouTube page, participate in our chat. We always respond to whomever is chatting with us, even if it's after the show has gone off. So don't feel like we don't respond to you or see you. We do. So make sure you hit us up, and we love y'all for watching, as Wendy would say. Yes. Until next week. Bye. <laughs> On behalf of our BHL staff, we would like to thank you for tuning in to Black Hollywood Live, the world's first digital broadcast network devoted entirely to urban entertainment and pop culture. Check out our Black Hollywood Live YouTube page for even more great programming and amazing content. And be sure to subscribe and like our channel when you do. I'm your BHL host, Nakia Monet, and you can find me on all social media at Kiki Boom Boom or at Black Hollywood Live. Black Hollywood Live, Hollywood redefined.